Hey guys, we will get to the show in just a second. We have Perk City waiting in the wings. She's going to come on and we are going to be talking about who would win in a fight between Kane and David, which is fascinating. I've never thought about it before this show. Also spiders, also various other hot button issues that the other theological podcasts refuse to delve into. But I wanted to take a second and throw a shout out to our Patreons bringing the content to you. Thank you to our new ones, Anna Wigtel. Hope I'm saying your name right. Sharon Lair and Jennifer Gerbens. Jennifer, I know you. I know you, Jennifer Gerbens. I've been to your house and we have discussed various Baptist issues while our kids played in the basement. So thank you guys. Uh, you can find my stuff on MatthewPierce.com. By the time you get this podcast, so I'll probably have my post up on ranking the sins. Because if you're going to sin, you know, obviously stay away from the bad sins. And uh, that sounds inappropriate. And yes, it will be inappropriate. So check it out there. And let's get to the episode. Yo, welcome back. Hey, thank you for being with us. Perk City. Hello. What? <laughs> Hi. <laughs> what? I'm, I'm liking the energy so far. <laughs> um, are you the, um, the Portland Bureau Chief of Fun Sexy Bible Time? Is that your official title? Oh, wow. Portland, maybe Oregon... Maybe West Coast. Oh, I don't hey, know. Hey, wait a minute. Let's not get too carried away. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's a process, per se. Okay, okay. Portland Bureau Chief. Bureau Chief, yeah. Hey, this podcast does nothing if we don't... Oh, man, I really screwed that up. I, that <laughs> <up>. <laughs> I was trying to say something really profound, and I completely <laughs> jacked it up. This oh, podcast, yeah. Hey, listen, we develop young talent on this podcast. We bring up the next generation of wow. of, of evangelical thought leaders. Thank you. I am young and talented, so. <laughs> yeah. I feel like if, um, well, not if, but when I invariably die protecting my family from a pack of ravenous bears, bears. Okay. Just one ravenous bear. I, I feel as though you are one of the people that I will be able to look down from heaven on and just know hey, <laughs> the spirit of fun, sexy Bible time survives. Absolutely. I, yep. I like you will be one of the, one of the people who could carry on fun, sexy Bible time when I'm gone. Wow. That it's, it's going to bring a tear to my eye right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no crying at fun, sexy Bible time. Oh, I'm sorry. You might have to get another co-host then. Okay. Listen, we can't do anything fun or sexy or Bible-ish until we address the haters. We, we got to get this out of the way. To be oh. We got some haters okay. to deal with from, on this podcast. Let me at them. Richard Clark, editor of Christianity Today, left me a vile message on the Twitters. First thing I saw when I woke up. This really? Morning. Yes. I Oh no! What was it about? Claiming, claiming that our latest episode, that our latest episode of Fun Sexy Bible Time, quote mm-hmm. unquote, ruined his morning. What? How dare you, sir? 
is this real? <laughs> Richard Clark. More like Richard <laughs> Clark Bar because he's like a candy bar, but not one of the better candy bars. Wow. Sick burn. You showed him. <laughs> you showed him hard. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we got to deal with. I mean, you got to take the good with the bad person. You didn't yeah, know you were walking into that, but but I didn't. Things got hot pretty quick. Yes. Um. Okay, so we got a lot to do. We our 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 DM folder is filling up as we speak. We have random, yes. We have random DMs to go over. I think we'll give those a few more minutes mm-hmm. um, before we get to those. Those those have the potential to be terrifying. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> we will get to those. Um, okay, let's talk just for a minute because you were harassing me on Twitter, as was Orlando yes. Bureau Chief Casey Haas. About, <laughs> yes, we were. Uh, about my uh, teenage journals, which I posted. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, just and they bit. were amazing. Uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's one interpretation. They're amazing. You can't... There are a lot of other things as well. Um, I, I I feel like you you had a spiritual connection to some of the music that I was composing on my clarinet. <laughs> yes. Yes, I did. Um, yeah, I just thought it was really beautiful. I could just... I could see your heart in it. And how you just really told yourself that you need to pray to Jesus whenever you... (laughs) Whenever I have a hormonal flare. Notice. (laughs) Yes. Yes. It was was just really beautiful. I would like to... um, I would like to hear it someday. (laughs) Do you still know how to play the clarinet? I've still got the clarinet. I haven't played in a very, very long time. Um, mm. well, I mean, it's like, you know, once I got married, there was no need for it anymore because, you know, it's really <laughs> just like a, a babe magnet. Right, 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 right. Yep. So, I mean, what woman can resist a man with a clarinet? No woman. No. <laughs> so, <laughs> so in the midst of, of, of cyber bullying me over my, my teenage journals, um, oh, you did. Strong. <laughs> Strongly put, but okay. You let it slip that you had, uh, you would. <laughs> we're not talking figuratively. Figuratively, you literally burned. I your did. Journals to, okay, I so did. Tell yeah. Us, so, why did you literally burn your journals? Well, I um, I've always been a journaler. I have a lot of journals. That one that I burned was it went the farthest back into my middle school maybe like late elementary school like hormonal like going through puberty days mm-hmm. and um it was just it was it's very emotional a very emotional time for me <laughs> and uh when i moved back from college i was going through just everything that i own and i came across that and started reading it 
And I had written like lists of things that like, when I'm a parent, I will never do this to my child. (laughs) (laughs) Because my parents reading reading it again i was like a hundred percent on their side of like everything (laughs) just just don't tell your parents that (laughs) oh no i told them because because it was at their house that i thrust it into the fire and burned it (laughs) but i was just like this needs to this can't exist anymore it's just it's just not good no are we talking like um are we talking like crushes that you would write about in there too? Um, maybe. I honestly don't remember a whole lot of what was in there. Um, I. But what I do remember, it was like very anti my parents because <laughs> they didn't like pay enough attention to me when I was like throwing tantrums in my room. So. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's good times. You're gonna um, you're gonna really enjoy it when your daughters grow up and go through that time. So I I hope that I've written enough over my writing career that one day my kids will be able to sort of piece things together and and get a. Uh, feel like they understand me better oh yes i i think you've already succeeded in that and and people ask me that too sometimes like yeah you you know you write about silly stuff and some of the stuff you write about it's a little edgy like you know aren't aren't you worried about uh you know like how your kids will be and i guess my, my thinking is like i think my kids will probably be pretty embarrassed by it when they're 16 yeah but i think maybe when they're 26 they'll really like it. Yeah. Because I think if, like, just imagine yourself, and I don't I don't know your family situation, I don't know your parents or anything like that, but if you had a book that your parents had written about what it was like for them as an adolescent and all of their, like, pratfalls and all of their failures and all of their embarrassments that they suffered as an adolescent, man, wouldn't that be great? <laughs> but- Potentially, <laughs> I, mean, I, would, I would love to to have like a uh, like a journal or like a diary or like a, a book like that of what both of my parents were like yeah. when they were younger. That'd be awesome, and I'm yeah. hoping that my kids will look at it the same way when they read about some of the stuff that I've been through. Yeah, you just keep on hoping. <laughs> <laughs> perk, perk, bringing fire tonight. Can't help it. Okay, so. Um, I think we can go ahead and get into the to the random DMs. All right. The suspense is, is starting to worry me a little bit. I don't know. Yes. I need to, a lot of time to recover from this <laughs> back into the podcast, but uh, I'm glad you're receiving them and not me. <laughs> okay. Um <laughs> Okay, somebody sent a photo. Should I I'm just gonna click on it, we'll see what happens. Oh gosh! It's not, a, it's not a nude. Okay, good. Okay, let's see here. This is from. Uh, this is from. Uh, it's me, Garner P. I think I know him. He's a nice guy. <laughs> and it's just a picture of Mickey Mouse. 
Okay. I'll have to retweet this on the Fun Sexy Bible Time Twitter account. It's uh, It says, Cain, dear brother, let's go for a walk. Abel shirt. What's the rock? For? It's a little confusing. I'll just have to retweet it. Um, Jake, Bennett Boy 84. <laughs> says, Ultron was right. Humanity needs to be exterminated. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, Who was this? Jake? Uh, your buddy. Yeah, it was Jake. This is your buddy Casey Haas. Okay. My, my buddy, too. Assuming you're <laughs> recording buddy. with Kendra, which I'm not, what did you fight about <laughs> beforehand? Um, okay. Do you hmm. think Gloria Gaither and Vessel Goodman were frenemies? Absolutely. Um, are you at the computer, Beth? Bethany? Yes, I am. Can you Google Vestal Goodman? Vestal Goodman. She is a, uh, a gospel singer. She's dead now, so it's okay if we make fun of her. But she's okay. a gospel singer from back in the day, and she always carried around like a like a like a decorative handkerchief. Mm, I see that. She kind of reminds me of my grandma <laughs> a little bit. Um. Yeah, something about her hair really reminds me of my grandma. Okay, um, please quote Song of Solomon as Benny Hinn or Bubba from Forrest Gump. Bubba? Bubba from Forrest Gump. See, that was unrealistic yeah. because that guy, like that, that, I don't, I don't know, like I know white guys who sound like Forrest Gump, but I don't mm-hmm. know any black guys who sound like Bubba. No. I don't either. I don't know what they were going for with that. And also, like, Jenny, is there, like, a more undeserving character in movies than Jenny? Oh. How much crap did she put Forrest Gump through in that movie? Yeah, but it's, it's it's not about her deserving it. It's about Forrest's undying, selfless love for her. So are we Jenny and and is the church Jenny and Jesus is Forrest Gump? Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm not Jenny, Park City. I'm not a big fan of Jenny. You know, I I used to like her and then I really thought about it and I was like, mm, I don't either. And but. I think about like, okay, you know, you love them, you don't love them, going back and forth, back and forth. That's one thing. You, you friggin'... He took his DNA and then <laughs> and then just absconded with his unborn child. <laughs> right. Without even like a heads up of, hey, you know, you're dad. Yeah, I'm not going to um, no, but I don't know what I would do in that situation either. So I'm, I'm not going to judge. Okay. Casey this wants what me I'm to saying. read Song of Solomon as Benny Hinn. I'm just going to save that. I might do that at the end. Okay. Um, wouldn't want to upset Richard Clark, who apparently doesn't doesn't appreciate my Benny Hinn impersonation. Oh, that's what he was talking about. <laughs> the, the revival. <laughs> I was like, what in the last podcast was so upsetting? Okay. Yeah. I, I get that. Yeah. Um... Okay, so let me go over to my personal account because I think people had sent some DMs to that one too because they didn't notice send it to the Fun Sexy Bible Time account. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> Here we go. Garner, good golly Garner, it's me, Garner P, back again. 
When you record, y'all should discuss who would win in a bar fight. Okay, this is right up our alley. Yes, it is. Kane <laughs> with his stone or Shepherd Boy David with his stone? Dang, that's a good question. I've never thought about it. Oh, uh, well, it's got to be David. Right? Well, let's think about it here. David didn't kill Goliath with his stone. He just kind of stunned him because then it said like he took his sword and killed him and cut off his head. Mm-hmm. But we know Cain's deadly with his stone or with his weapon, you know? Anyway. Right. Yeah. I gotta think about this my, for a second. My first thought is just that good has to prevail over evil. Mm-hmm. Um, especially in a place like a bar, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, why are they in a bar? That's a good question. Um, is that just yeah. like a street fight? Are the are you can you use the things in the bar? Like, no, they're they're drugs? in a bar. Yeah, okay. so they're both drunk. I think. Um, hmm, that adds a whole other layer. Dang. Okay. So I don't know. I'm I'm taking it literally. They're in a bar, and each of them just has a stone in their hand. Okay. And so we know I'm, I'm gonna go with David. See, I'm gonna have to go Kane there because we know David, there's five smooth stones, they feel like those are more like pebbles almost. Mm-hmm. He was putting it in a sling, it's not like he's gonna have like a huge rock that's like you know, like a boulder, yeah, yeah. Also, Kane might be a serial killer, like he might, I mean. The Bible doesn't give us a lot of detail there, but mm-hmm. to get that angry over something like that and then just to kill your own brother. Yeah. And it definitely seemed like it was, I don't, I'm not going to read too much into it, but it was, <laughs> it wasn't like a normal thing of, you know, like I just got really angry and one thing, led. it definitely was like a, okay, this person has a personality disorder and might be an antisocial mass murderer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've never done that, so... And I've only done it a couple times, so... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, agree to disagree Okay, here's some some frightening theology for you, just out of nowhere. I just thought of this. When I was a kid... (laughs) So we're talking, like, 30 years ago. I was, like, a a tiny little kid. Um, An old woman in our church, and she's probably dead now, too, so it's okay to make fun of her. Um... (laughs) was talking about the uh, the Genesis story and there's this like obscure passage where it says uh, like God put a mark on Cain so that people would, would know you know like not to you know kill him basically mm-hmm. <laughs> I swear to you Park City this woman was <laughs> like and you know what that means that means God turned him black <gasps> oh my gosh <laughs> What? <laughs> I swear to you, that's what that woman said. What is that even? What are the implications of that? I don't know. It feels super racist. Um, yes. But I mean, I was just like a little kid, so it's not like I was going to say anything. But like looking <laughs> back, it was like, whoa. In your head, were you like, this bitch is crazy? I was probably like six, so I was. Just you were like, about. okay. I said, age six, I was in love with Vanna White from Wheel of Fortune, so I didn't really care oh. about anything else. Okay, yeah. So, wow, that is a new one for me. Yeah. 
So the theologians in the audience, have fun with that one. Deconstruct. Yeah. That one. Yep. All right, let's go. Let's keep going through the random DMs. Christy, Christy Tice. Hey, Christy. <laughs> oh, wow, she, she got a lot here. Okay, make it weird. If popular pastors represent, oh gosh, take a sip of water, Perk City. Okay. <clears throat> okay, make it weird. If popular pastors represented weird fetishes. <laughs> <laughs> Who would be the leader of what? And what would their catchphrase be? <laughs> oh my god. Fetishes or fetishes like balloons, lunars, feet, and the many other fetishes you can research. Like <laughs> like John Piper would be desiring feet. Um and then she keeps going, which a dude totally came up to me in college at the mall. And ask me to take off my shoes so he could look at my foot. What? No. No. That was Mark Driscoll. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Osteen has got... Oh, jeez. How do do you even begin to answer this question? Yeah. Wow. Well, you know, we asked people to make it weird. They definitely made it weird for us. They did. Yeah. Yeah. I... If popular pastors represented weird fetishes, who would be the leader of what? I just think like of uh, Joyce Meyer, and she's got the uh, she's got like the plastic surgery smile. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen a picture of Joyce Meyer recently? Yeah. So. Um, Doesn't look like it's, it's a real face. Naturally occurring. <laughs> expression no Um, this expression is not found in nature (laughs) this is true (laughs) so i I, i'm just thinking of like generalized things of like uh maybe like uh osteen would be swimming in piles of money like scrooge mcduck Mm -hmm. and uh yeah joyce meyer would be sort of something having to do with humor or laughing she's like the joker Maybe it's like oh the Joker. The Joker. Yes, I can see it. And now um, ah, we're getting to a dark place already. <laughs> what happens when we record this podcast late at night? Yeah, it's actually not that late for me. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so one of the people, <laughs> um, one of the people. I'm not going to say who this is, but one of the people we just mentioned. Uh huh. Um, wrote in and one of their things was if Tully and Chavidjan wrote a book on marriage what would it be called P.S. don't read this on the podcast because it's awful what well we are reading it on the podcast so because yes, I just don't okay. care I'll try to answer it um, if Tully and Chavidjan wrote a book on marriage what would it be called If I did it. (laughs) I think that's funny. I don't know if anybody else will get that reference. Taking the O.J. Simpson route. (laughs) Uh, People know, right? People know about that book. So what would it be if if I did it? Um, If I banged her? (laughs) That's that's so horrible. I should be ashamed of myself. Oh, yeah, you should. 
Yeah, it's not funny at all. It's not funny at all. Mm-mm. I should be ashamed. <laughs> okay. Yes, you should. All right. Um, is there one more? Let me see here. <laughs> uh, LBC squared. Yes. Uh, sent us a sent us a message that says simply, "Don't read this on air." <laughs> really? That's all. That's all. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Oh, come on. Give us something. All right. So that wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Uh, uh, no. Not at all. I really thought there was... I was, I was worried. I, was, I will leave it at that. I was worried, but I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Um, Tough okay. ones. So, Park City, I need your help with this. All right. I'm doing a post. My next post on the website... I'm going to rank the sins. Yes. Because I feel like this is an important thing. It's a it is. piece that we need in Christianity that yes. if you're going to sin, you need to know which sins are the worst. So you just, I mean, I mean, right. if, if you're going to sin, just pick one of the ones that aren't as bad. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is a service that other theologians have not stepped up on. So I'm going to have to yeah. obviously step up and do it. Yeah. Just rank the sins from worst to the best. Yeah. And then this way you can like look down on other people's sins, like, cause they're way worse than yours. <laughs> and that's the goal is you just got to feel better than somebody. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So starting with the worst, I- I've put in a little thought to this and maybe you can talk me out of this part, but it just feels like it's going to be really hard to beat murder as the worst <laughs> sin. Yeah. That's my hot I think take. That's, yeah, I think that's right. I think that's um, not very controversial. <sighs> because there are, there are sins that are very heinous in, in their execution. Like, you can torture somebody. Like, you can abuse a child. I mean, like, they're like, rape. Like, all of mm-hmm. those things are horrible. Yes. But... They're all things that you could at least theoretically come back from. Mm-hmm. Like, even if it's not healthy for anybody involved, you could theoretically have a reconciliation for any of those things. Murder, you just... It's its kind of a game changer. Yeah, I would say. I would say so. It's, it's hard to come back from murder. Yeah. I, yeah, I haven't seen it done very often <laughs> where people come back from that. So, you get that one. Maybe you throw a couple more of the really bad ones down there at the bottom. And then it just sort of gets really loose and complicated (laughs) and chaotic. Okay. Okay. Because then you just have this wide sea of sins to pick from. Yeah. Try to organize into some sort of meaningful list. So, I mean, just throwing sins out there, like... um, You know, you've got your biblical sins like coveting, which doesn't Mm -hmm. seem like that big of a sin. Yeah, it's definitely not. And then you've got like sins like, you know, honor your father and mother, which, you know, lacking context. You know, if you're dishonoring your father and mother, there's different ways you can do that. Yeah. So that's complicated. Then you've got things that I'm going to throw in there. Like, I mean, arguing with politics with people on Facebook that you don't know. I mean, can we mm-hmm. just throw that in the sin column? That feels like a sin. Absolutely. Maybe a sin of stupidity. Yes. 
It's foolishness. <laughs> so what, what what direction should I take here? Like, what, what sins do I need to pay attention to on the list? Okay, here's the first thing that I thought of that you definitely need to include. And that is being a woman. Well, obviously. Yeah. Because women have bosoms. Mm-hmm. And they also have butts. Well, now, butt sin is its own thing. Obviously. Oh, okay. Good, good. So that, that could technically go either way. Because okay. I think, like, plumber's crack, that's like a male <laughs> thing. So yes. butt sin could be male or female. Yes, it could. But with women, it's just an automatic sin. So, because obviously, like, if women have bodies and men can see them, it forces them to lust. So. It's actually kind of nice that every sin that I commit, I can trace back to a a woman at some point. (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of freeing. I mean, as we've discussed before, how many men are in jail because of <laughs> lusting after a woman? And <laughs> how many men have <laughs> beat their wives because they saw a hotter woman? <laughs> no, somebody has not listened to that episode. <laughs> this is... <laughs> She is, she's referring to the episode with Casey Haas where we, we did a, a terrifying deep dive into some fundamentalist blogs. Mm-hmm. Taken without context, that's, that's, I know I realize it's kind of confusing. Those are not my views. Um, hey, just random tangent. Just Let's completely wreck the course of this podcast. Random tangent. Okay. You made me Why think not? of it. Um, you're talking about it's a sin to be a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, you tweeted a picture of Sarah Bessie's book, Jesus Feminist. Yeah. And I thought you were reading it, so I was going to have you review it, but um, you told me that you, you hadn't read the whole thing. Listen, can Not I just yet. say I'm against it? Sure, you can say that. <laughs> I'm not going to criticize her book, because I know okay. how hard it is to write a book, but I mean, I'll criticize her as a person, because that's a lot easier. That's a lot, oh. that's a lot easier. Yeah, that's nice. I'm, I'm definitely against Sarah Bessie, and the reason <laughs> is this. Is she just didn't show up in March Gladness? You're right, she didn't. She completely mailed in that performance. So that's a sin for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Not participating in March Gladness. <laughs> she sinned against you, She's, and I mean, she sinned against the uh, the, the global church. <laughs> Yeah. It was just poor hustle on her part. It was. I know. It's sad. It, it makes me sad that, that I didn't do a good enough job, speaking of March Gladness, I didn't do a good mm. enough job presenting the Chrysogus brothers in a way that would have mm. gotten more votes. That makes me sad as well. <laughs> yeah. I've forgiven you, but... I've not forgotten. That whole tournament was rough because it did not unfold the way that um, the way that the fun, sexy Bible time brain trust thought it was going to unfold. <laughs> not at all. It was it was hard. You had a couple bad days there. I did. It was hard to watch. Um, I lost just 
real bad. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I definitely we weren't talking about mansplaining. Let's just let's just careen into a different topic. Mansplaining. Please. I definitely mansplained how to kill spiders for you. Did that work out? Oh, yes, actually. It did. Um, I didn't even end up using, like, the whole bottle of the, like, spider murder spray. Uh Um, And we've been, like, opening our doors and stuff, and I haven't seen one spider. So... Heck yes. Yeah, so... uh, You can mansplain how to kill spiders all you want. I feel like the controlling of hazardous beasts, like... That should be open for mansplaining, like, at all times. Yeah. Like, if you have snake or spider issues, like, I mean, the greater good here is is, is dealing with, with the hazardous beasts. Yes. So, yes. And to be fair, I did ask people's advice for how to get rid of spiders, so I invited you to mansplain. True mansplaining is, like, when nobody's asking. <laughs> like, if I were to just be like, man, like, there are a lot of spiders in my house. And then you were just like, um, excuse me, um, I, I'm an expert on getting rid of spiders. And so here's what you should do. Uh, that would be, that would be true mansplaining. Well, it's got to have a well, actually, in there, too. Well, actually. Well, actually, it's got to have a well, actually. <laughs> about that that was meta. yeah yeah yep you push your glasses up your nose as you say it so we pretty much destroyed any semblance of an outline <laughs> that we had there wasn't much of one there's not perk city rising through the ranks of the fun sexy bible time organization that's that's me yeah you know, you started as a lowly intern, <laughs> and then we gave you the uh, sort of the gimmick podcast a couple mm-hmm. months ago with, with Mars Gladness, and then into the full-fledged rotation now. Yeah. Really? Wow. I gotta tell my parents. <laughs> I was, Wait. I was supposed to read Song of Solomon as Benny Hinn. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We'll just put off Benny Hinn. Is that a. That would okay. be sort of creepy if I read Song of Solomon. With, yeah. I think right. he suggested that with the expectation that I was podcasting with It you. was your wife. But yeah. Not my wife. So we'll just. We'll, we'll hit pause on the Song of Solomon. Yeah. It's, a, it's okay. It's okay to veto that. Yeah. <laughs>